0: Hello and welcome to the newest episode of Entertainment Rebooted, Let me give you a quick rundown on what's in store for this episode. My friend Logan and I are gonna be talking about some of our favorite teen sitcoms. Our local video game expert, Sava, is gonna be giving you some recommendations for holiday gifts. But before all that, my friend Zion is gonna be telling us all about the American Music Awards. Take it away, Zion.
1: Why, hello, Entertainment Rebooted. This is your guys, Zion here, and we're gonna be talking about the AMAs. Of course, if you don't know what the AMAs are, They are the American Music Awards that were just hosted a couple of days ago. Um, Of course, they had this every single year and it's just been an upcoming thing that they have been doing. But I'm here to talk about the categories and the candidates and all the good things. And of course, my own opinions with this. Of course, our opinions are going to be a little bit different. But I mean, some of ours should be pretty much identical with some of the categories. We will get there later, but I will most definitely go into some other details about it but of course for our first category is we had artists of the year and now artists of the year i'm so happy for the winner but we had so many other good candidates with this category i mean come on we had adele bad bunny beyonce drake 21 okay sorry harry styles taylor swift and the Weeknd. And of course, if you cannot think about who had won this, Taylor Swift took this, and I'm completely happy for her because the music she had just released dropped with that new album, it was a wave for the Swifters. I mean, Swifters, Swifties, I'm so sorry if I butchered your fandom, my apologies, I'm so sorry, y'all, but they took it over with a wave. Because her music that had just came out, it was really, really good. Cardigan, that was my favorite song out of all of them. I don't know why, but like it brings that sadness, but then also kind of a little bit of happiness, but mostly sadness, which is why I am surprised Adele or Beyonce did not win. Adele had came out with some fire music lately, and with that mashup between her and Megan Thee Stallion, was fantastic. I mean, Magnifico. I enjoyed that. Even though it wasn't really real, it was just a mashup between the, the two artists and how that somebody from TikTok made it. Hey, it was amazing. And then we had Beyonce. Of course, who wouldn't think that Beyonce would have won? I mean, with Renaissance coming out, you won't break my... You, you, you get what I'm saying. The music was fire. It was bringing out so many different emotions from me. When I tell you what, I have her album playing on as I'm at the gym, it gets me going. But... <laughs> To kind of get off the of Artist of the Year, we have New artists of the Year. Now, of course, for these new artists that have came out this year, I am so happy that we got some new, fresh voices out in the industry. Of course, we had Dove Cameron. She was still here from, you know, Descendants. She did really well with Descendants 1, 2, and 3. And apparently, they're making a 4, but we're not going to talk about that. They had Gail Latto, Manskin. And also Steve Lacey. And, of course, the winner was Duff Cameron. She has been a classic since the Disney's days. And just to see her going forth with her own music, I'm highly, highly excited for her. And a round of applause for her for winning. Now, for our next uh, category, we had Collaboration of the Year. Now, of course, we had the whole entire cast of Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno. Do I think... We'll get there soon. All right. We had Elton John, Dua Lipa with The Cold Heart, Future, featured Derek, Drake, ooh, Drake, sorry. <laughs> and then Tim's with Wait For You. Then we had Little Nas X featuring Jack Harlow. If you don't know that song, get known with that song. Come on now. And then we had Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber with Stay. Am I doing the little Stay dance from TikTok? Yes, but we don't talk about that right now. Of course, the winner was Elton John and Dua Lipa with a code heart. Do I have some strong opinions on this? Yes, because I think that we don't talk about Bruno should have won. The amount of times that I had that song playing with my friends with carpool karaoke, we had our own parts. I mean, we, we made sure that we did we did it we did it justice. But Elton John and Dua Lipa, I'm proud of you. That song, Code Heart, was a really, really good song. I love it to death. And it was amazing. So I think that collaboration was an amazing, amazing thing coming from this year now moving on to our next category favorite male pop artist everyone would probably think that this person would have won but they didn't of course we had bad Bunny, drake ed sharon i can't remember many songs that ed sharon did produce way actually okay never mind i can't think of something that he did produce during this year we had harry styles who most definitely he was in a lot of things making making movies making songs making appearances here and there with marvel so he was he most definitely had his bag this year and then of course the weekend and of course we can all guess harry styles one his music this year has been really really well and i've been enjoying it i'm not necessarily a big harry styles fan but his music this year has been really well it has been meaning a really a lot to me so applause to you harry styles and then also to applause to you <laughs> climbing that Marvel bag because he is an eternals if you do not know he is starfox he is really big character in the mcu we're gonna get some more information about him later on i'm guessing with the mcu but congrats to harry styles for you know making movies getting in with marvel and also creating still maintaining his music career a round of applause for you mr styles round of applause for you now of course for our next one our next category favorite female pop artist now i don't know about you adele was in this and I can see how some of her songs are most definitely pop, but majority, not all of them are pop. But like her songs from this year most definitely were pop. Okay, so I cannot, can't, kind of can't see that. But for the candidates, we had Adele, Beyonce, Doja Cat, Lizzo, and Taylor Swift again. Now, my thoughts would have probably been in between Beyonce, Doja Cat, and Lizzo because they both have been dropping some major, major fire songs over the summer, throughout the year. I mean, Lizzo... I'm loving Lizzo right now. majority of my playlist is Lizzo and also Doja Cat. like those two are the biggest to me. I love them. love them. They don't know about me, but I know about them. I promise y'all. but who <laughs> won was Taylor Swift again. like I said, her album that she dropped was a wave. It cleared out everyone. Everyone loved Taylor Swift. I mean personally. I love some of the songs that she was making, too. So a round of applause to Taylor Swift for getting theme, favorite female pop artist of the year. Moving on to our next category, we had a favorite pop duo or group. Now, this kind of took me by surprise again, but I shouldn't be surprised because that fandom and, like, the stands from that group most definitely will hype up this person. I haven't went over yet because I don't want to spoil it yet, but we had BTS, Code play, Imagine Dragons, Manskin, and One Republic. Now, I would have thought Imagine Dragons because I yeah, yeah. Oh I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I, I don't know if I should be doing that. My apologies. I'm sorry. But BTS had won the favorite group of twenty twenty two. I will say their music has been really on point and I'm glad that they've been able to still keep going and keep going and producing. I know it's probably really, really stressful for them. I mean, like for mostly all the artists, but they've been going and I'm they're here. I'm here for them. I kind of want to like see them perform in like this big, big area. I don't know where. I mean, maybe they should come to, you know, Ohio. But we don't we won't talk about that because if they were, I would go see it. I would go see it. But moving on to our next category. Favorite pop album. Now, me personally, do I agree with this? Here and there, yes. But (laughs) going over the candidates for you, you'll understand why. So we had Adele with 30, Bad Bunny, Beyoncé, Harry Styles, Taylor Swift, and then The Weeknd. Now, all of them were for favorite pop albums. And of course, you would think Beyoncé would win with her renaissance, like I said, her album was fantastic. Loved every single song. Church Girl, that was my song. That is my song. I don't know why, but that is my song. But Taylor Swift won, and I'm okay with that. Like I said, Cardigan, that was my favorite song of all times that she has done. So, I, you know, I'll go with it. I love her for that. Also, I will say that Harry Styles was also performing a lot of good songs. With As It Was, I don't know. I'm kind of— I'm. 50-50 here. I wish that some other people would have won, but Taylor Swift won pretty much majority of it. So, you know, I'm here for her. Congratulations, Miss Taylor Swift. Moving on to our next category. We had a favorite pop song. Now, of course, we see We Don't Talk About Bruno again. I will always vouch for We Don't Talk About Bruno, but we don't talk about Bruno. So, we had Adele with Easy on Me, We Don't Talk About Bruno, Harry Styles, As It Was, Lizzo about that time (laughs) and the Kid Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber stay and as you can guess as it was as it was what you know I'm I'm full-heartedly thankful for that because I was literally just saying that Harry Styles should at least win a couple like a sprinkle it in just a little bit and he did he won as it was and I'm glad for that because that was a really good song I don't know why, but that last little few moments of that song, it's so powerful. It speaks to me. But we don't talk about that. All right, moving on to our other category. Favorite music video. Of course, if you don't know, music video, music video, of course, on YouTube or Spotify. Watch them wherever. But favorite music video. We had Adele with Easy On Me, Bad Bunny, and then Harry Styles with As It Was, Little Nas X with Jack Harlow, Industry Baby, of course, and then Taylor Swift all too well, Taylor's version specifically. And of course, as we all know, Miss Taylor Swift won again. Like I said, she was sweeping all of these categories and taking all the trophies. Like she was snatching, snatched every single one of them up. That album she dropped was the best thing that she needed for her career right now. I mean, even look at her concerts, sold out. I saw a TikTok of someone beaming over trying to get a Taylor Swift ticket, which i Hey, you got to do what you got to do. I'm excited to see, like, her concert specifically. I am I I wasn't one of the ones that got the got the ticket, but it's okay. I know that some of my friends will most definitely will go there and take some videos for me to see to live through them, which I appreciate them. Shout out to the real homies out there. But for our next one, for our next category, we have favorite male country artists. I'm so sorry if I butcher your last names for these artists, but Chris Stapleton, Cody Johnson, Luke Combs, Morgan Wallen, and then Walker Hayes. I will say that by the names, I have never heard of them before. My apologies to the country artist. But Morgan Wallen won. And you know, congrats to you. I don't haven't I don't know your music, but I do know that a couple of my friends actually do listen to your songs and they're phenomenal. So congrats to you, Mr. Morgan Wallen. And now moving to our favorite female country artist category. Of course, I would have thought that this one person would have won, but you know, they didn't win. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. I'm not sobbing deep down. We had Carrie Underwood, Lainey Wilson, Marin Morris, and Miranda Lambert, and then also, as you can guess, Taylor Swift. Anyone know who won? Taylor Swift. I would have thought Carrie Underwood would have won. I mean, she has been producing some really good content lately, and then also some really good music lately. But, like I said, Taylor Swift dropped that album and took... Everything by surprise, so you know, Taylor Swift. Congrats to you! A round of applause again. I don't know how many awards you won, but congr- c- congratulations. That's all I gotta say. And of course, for our next category, we had a favorite country group or duo for you. We had Dan and Shay, Lady A, Ode Domino, Oh Dominion. There we go. I think that's the right. My apologies for y'all. <laughs> then we have Parmalee, Zach Brown Band, and of course. Dan and Shay won that. So, congrats, you guys. Happy for that you won it. Good job. Moving on to our next category. Favorite male hip-hop artist. Now, when I tell you I was so glad to see his name up in the mixture of this, I was thankful for this because his music is always good. It always impacts you. It always comes from his heart, and you know it comes from his heart. Of course, we had Drake. I wasn't talking about Drake for that, okay? Trust me. Then we had Future. Kendrick Lamar, Lil Baby, and Lil Dirk. Now, Kendrick Lamar won. Woot, woot. Round of applause for you, Mr. Lamar. I love your music. I love everything about you. I'm, I'm sad we didn't get much of you from Black Panther, kind of forever. I didn't see you on that soundtrack. It's okay, though. It's all right. Your music is still amazing. I will still support you no matter what. Of course, congrats to you, Mr. Lamar, and keep on producing good music.
2: Please.
1: We need that in our lives. And then moving to our next category, we had a favorite female hip-hop artist. I said hip artist. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> then we had a favorite female hip-hop artist. There we go. We had Cardi B, Al Glorilla, Latto, Megan Thee Stallion, and the Nicki Minaj. Now, I would have thought it would have been between these two, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, but it wasn't between those two. A runner-up had, came and snatched it. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, of course, she took that, and you know she did really well with her music this year. You know, with "Freak," that song was amazing. First, she, of course, she dropped it on TikTok, and it was phenomenal. Everyone wants to hear the rest of the song, but of course, you know she was leading us on for a little bit, and she kept leading us and kept leading us. Then she dropped it, and everybody loved that song. So, Nicki Minaj, good job. I love that song. Ten out of ten. We'll listen to it. We'll listen to it again and forever again then moving on to our next category we had a favorite hip-hop song now i would have thought it had been somebody else but you know um we're not talking about that we had future feature drake in timbs of course wait for you jack harlow first class kodak black with super gremlin latto with big energy and the little nas x featured jack harlow with industry baby now I personally would have thought it would have been between Jack Harlow and Latto because I feel like those were the two biggest songs that were getting played all of this year. But it was actually Future and Drake. Their their album was their album, but it's all right. Um, I will say congratulations to y'all. Y'all did phenomenal. Your music was pretty good so far this year. Keep it up the good work. Now we're moving on to my favorite category, favorite male R&B artist. And I don't even go over the, the candidates because we all knew who, who was going to win from the start. Chris Brown. Chris Brown, I will say that his music has been here and there, but the music he at least released, released this year was amazing. And I will say that everyone, even from TikTok, Instagram, were vibing with it. So congrats to you, Mr. Chris Brown. Love that for you. Now, of course, now I'm thankful. I am thankful, the fact, for this category because I was waiting so long. For her to get this favorite female r&b rap little words favorite female r&b artist you know who we had beyonce beyonce doja cat summer walker and sizza all right when i'm thinking about this um i kind of wanted all of them to win but um Beyonce won, <laughs> I, I I would have really appreciate it if SZA or or would have won or Doja Cat, honestly. All three of them. can can we do multiple awards for multiple people? Because I think Well, never mind, we can't we can't do that. All right. I don't make I don't make the decisions. Maybe I'ma call them up and be like, hey, you know, I think you should have gotten this award and maybe they'll be like, Oh yeah, thank you and fly me out for a for a concert. I think that'll work. That should work, right? It's not creepy. It's not. All right, moving on to our next category, we had favorite rock artists. And I will say, I wouldn't have even thought of this group to be a part of, like, the rock category, but he was. Well, they were. We had Machine Gun Kelly, Imagine Dragons, Mainskin, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and the Lumineers. I would, have thought, I would have not thought that Imagine Dragons would be, like, classified as rock, but looking at some of their music... Yeah, I kind of see it, that they'd be classified as a rock group. But they did not win. We have Machine Gun Kelly won. And all I got to say, I'm in love with the... I'm sorry. That is, that is actually really what I tell you. I heard that song. I kept playing it. I don't know if that's the toxic side of me, but that song is so good. It is so good. I love that. Machine Gun Kelly, congratulations for winning favorite rock artist. 10 out of 10. Love that for you. Now, we have... We're actually coming to a stop for pretty much most of our categories, but we're almost there. For our next category, we had favorite male Latin artist. We had Bad Bunny, J Balvin, Heiko, and Raw Alejandro. My fault if I butchered their, na- their names. I'm so sorry about that. But Bad Bunny won. Bad Bunny won. Seeing as that every, like, Everyone loved Bad Bunny. His concerts were amazing. I didn't necessarily go to his concerts, but a lot of people liked it. And, you know, congratulations. I, I will say I liked it too. You know, who doesn't? But moving on to our next category, we have favorite female Latin artists. We had Anita, Becky G., Caliucas, Carol G., and Rosalie. Rosalia. My fault, my, well, my apologies again if I have butchered those. I'm so sorry. But I don't think Becky G would have won a uh, favorite female Latin artist. But I don't necessarily think that she was dropping a lot of music this year. So Anita won. I will say I have listened to some of her songs, and they were re- really well. I don't. Under- I understand a few things because I let's just say I can understand a few things, but not all of it. But she she did good. She did good. Now moving on to our next category, we have favorite Afro beats artists, and when I tell you. I- I will, I knew that this was, I should have known that this was honestly going to win because, just because the music was amazing. 10 out of 10, would recommend. We had Burna Boy, CK, Fireboy, DML, Thames, or T-E-M-S, my fault. And then we had a WizKid, can you guess who won? WizKid, of course. His music, other well, their music, t- loved it. All I got to say is, would recommend. Would recommend. Now... For our for our final and last for our final and last category, I was highly anticipating this, and I'm so sorry for this one group and stand group because they did not win. I think they should have won, but for our last category, favorite K pop artist. We had a black pink. Starting off rough, like starting off hard, like starting off with a bang. Then we had BTS. That's another banker right then and there. We had Seventeen, Tomorrow X Together and Twice. I would have thought that BLACKPINK would have won, but they did not win. BTS won. And all I have to say about that is I can't say anything about it because BTS they 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 gave us some good music this year. Dino, like that's—I don't even think that was it. Probably in twenty twenty, I'm living in the past. Their music is so so constant that everybody loves it. All I have to say is, congrats BTS, y'all did phenomenal, and I'm glad that y'all claimed y'all two awards. It didn't top Taylor Swift or anything, but it's all right. With my thoughts of the AMAs, I think that Taylor Swift most definitely won a lot of those. But, I mean, come on now. It's Taylor Swift. She dropped that album, and we all folded. We all, we all went to go buy the album. We didn't, even down, we, didn't pre, well, we didn't download it. We didn't pre-save it. We went to physically go buy that album and the record. Most of us probably don't even have record players, but we went to go buy that record. And, you know, all I have to say is, Congrats, Taylor. You got that bag. You got those Emmy... Not the Emmys. Uh, (laughs) You got those awards, and you claimed them, and you took them. So, congrats to you, Taylor Swift. Now, for the final and last thoughts for the AMAs. Taylor Swift, you took it all. Congrats. I thought that I would have saw a lot more Beyonce with a lot more awards, just seeing it has how her music had came out, and everybody loved and went with it. I mean, Renaissance was a banger but it didn't it didn't happen Taylor like I said Taylor Swift dropped that album and it swept everyone we all voted Taylor Swift she knew when to drop it and everything she gave us a little here a little there she was silent for a while and then she gave us that music so congrats Taylor I'm happy for you good job for claiming all those awards and claiming that bag
0: Zion, you are totally right. Taylor Swift absolutely won the entire AMAs. Now, moving on to our holiday gift recommendations with Sava.
2: All right, you know, holiday time is right around the corner. It is the holiday season after all. You know, we have Thanksgiving, you know, it's a holiday. Christmas is a holiday. or whatever holiday you may celebrate, it is the season and the time for giving gifts. So I'm here with some recommendations for some gifts that may be for those friends in your life. And I'm going to start off with, you know, some of your nerd friends you might have out there, some of the gamer friends, or maybe even you're looking for games yourself now. I'm picking from the top five lists that like a lot of people have been raving about. Some of these are my personal favorites, and I have one honorable mention, and real fast, not going too deep into detail, I'm going to start off number one in no particular order, God of War Ragnarok. If you played the first God of War game, this is the sequel It's continuing from that. It's a great game. A lot of people are raving about it. I'm falling in love with it. I would highly recommend picking this up for yourself or a friend as well. Number two on our list is one that has been hot the entire year, and that is Elden Ring. Now, if you don't know anything about Elden Ring, it is basically like a Dark Souls or Demon Souls game. Very punishing, very hard, but it is very, very rewarding. Risk versus reward, whole lot of fun. It's like a FromSoft game. You're not going to want to miss out if you're a fan of those games. Number three on our list ironically is bayonetta 3 now despite all the news and everything that happened around bayonetta 3 i still picked up the game and you know what as a fan of the franchise it's a good series i wouldn't recommend picking this up if you have not played or know anything about bayonetta 1 or 2 but if you like you know the kind of like hack and slash like button mashing like fighting kind of like games or if you like seeing big numbers and big combos this might be one of the games for you especially with its aesthetics. And it's kind of storytelling. It's a bit lackluster versus you know, like the first two, but still a great one in my book. Number three, it's gonna be a tie-in in a sense. And this is just recently released. I'm talking Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. And an honorable mention for this would be technically Pokemon Legends of Acreus. Now, there are some issues with the games, like you know, some of the pop-ins, some of the frame rates of like some characters like looking all a little wonky and whatnot, but you know what? It is a Pokemon game at its core, and if you can look past some of those technical problems, might be the game for you, might be the game for your friend or your kid or whoever it may be in your life. Highly recommend as well. And then one final game I'm going to recommend from the top five is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Now, Kirby has a soft spot in my heart, and I know some of us up here at WZIP, I believe Isabel loves Kirby, so you know she might be a fan of this game. Highly recommend. It's just one of those simple platformer kind of kind of a platformer, kind of a -a collectathon. It's a mix of all things. It's Kirby. He's the pink adorable blob from Nintendo that everyone has come to know and love. So if you like a kind of relaxing-ish kind of game that you can take at your own pace, pick up Kirby in the Forgotten Land. And one actual honorable mention I'm going to throw out there, this is for all my RPG fans out there, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I have not picked this up myself. I have played the previous entries though. They were all amazing and fantastic. I sunk hundreds and hundreds of hours into these games. It's a game almost like I wouldn't recommend it above Persona 5. That's not on my list here because I've recommended that before. But I thought I'd give this one an honorable mention because it is just a fantastic game. It has gotten amazing reviews. Recommend picking it up. So that is your gift ideas for maybe, you know, the nerd and gamer friends out there. But I want to include everyone here. So what are some other ideas that, you know, you can maybe get some of your friends, your family, or just someone that you know and love? Well, an idea would be to get a gift basket of like a collection of snacks and goodies. You know, if they're like, oh, let's say, you know, say they're a movie buff. You buy a basket, you get some popcorn in there. You get their favorite snacks in there, maybe some chips, whatever else they may like, some candy. And you throw a bunch of movies in there that they maybe haven't seen or own. I mean, the entire Harry Potter franchise is out there. If they've never seen Harry Potter, I mean, come on. It's like a one that you would definitely want to watch. Any of the new Disney uh, reboots, if you like those movies and if they're out, you could definitely pick those up. Obviously, you could stream them too, but I mean, hey, then maybe throw a gift card or throw some money their way and be like, hey, get yourself a Netflix subscription, a Disney Plus subscription, and watch those movies. You know, make it something unique and creative that fits for them. Like I said, movie snacks, movies, if they love films, great ideas. And we're kind of going back a little bit to some of the nerd friends, but not specifically, you know, the gamers out there. But one gift idea for them would be if they need a headset or, you know, just some headphones. Highly recommend. I own a pair of these myself, so I can definitely attest to them. And we are not sponsored in any way, shape, or form. It's the Astro A10 Gen 2 headset. Or, you know, it's the same model, basically. But the Steel Series Nova 1 Series. They only cost about $60 off of Amazon. It's not too pricey. It's not too expensive. But they're very nice. So, it's like, even if they're not a gamer, nice headset for them. Definitely recommend. Some local things that might be going on around that, you know, you could maybe buy or purchase ahead of time. The WWE Holiday Tour is coming right now. December the 28th at Rocket, Mort- Rocket Mortgage Arena. So if you got a wrestling fan, I mean, hey, I'm a wrestling fan. I was a huge Nikki Bella fan or uh, the Bella Twins. I was a fan of the Bella Twins back in the day. So if you know you got someone who likes wrestling, definitely go watch that. There's always also Cavs and Lake Erie Monsters games going on at Rocket Mortgage Arena. You can buy tickets ahead of time. No specific games, honestly, that I'm going to shout out. But I mean, hey, if you've never been to a Cavs game, or as a matter of fact, a Lake Erie Monsters game, it's definitely worth going at least one time to experience it for yourself. And then finally, one last thing, Playhouse Square. There's always something going on at Playhouse Square. There's always something that you can watch and enjoy by yourself, with friends, family, who your significant other, whoever it may be. Definitely recommend. Some things that are going on at Playhouse Square that I am definitely wanting to go to. There's two things. One is a play showing of Beetlejuice and another is Jay Leno is going to be doing some stand-up coming up soon in the new year at Playhouse Square. If any of these gift ideas sounded amazing or interesting to you, hopefully that helps you with your Christmas shopping, your Christmas lift gifts. As always, guys, you know, have a safe and happy holidays, guys.
0: Thank you so much, Sava. That actually gives me a lot of good gift ideas for this holiday season. Now, moving on to our last segment of Entertainment Rebooted. I'm sitting down with Logan, and we're about to do a teen sitcom draft. Would you like to tell us what that means, Logan?
3: Yeah, so a teen sitcom draft, we're basically looking at any sitcom-based show centered around or geared towards teens, whether that be something on like Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, or any other network. Uh you know you know the classic shows you would watch growing up.
0: And we're going to pick. We're going to go back and forth. Yes, that's the draft section. One. Yes, until and until we have the best team of teens.
3: Yes, so it's a it's a 5 5 show draft. Each of us will get the chance to pick five shows. It'll go back and forth. Sadly starting with Isabel. We flipped a coin before the recording and she did win.
0: So I get to start with my first pick. Which is going to be Hannah Montana?
3: Wow. Um, you want to you want to give why you? Yeah, say why you picked it.
0: I think Hannah Montana was a groundbreaking Disney sitcom because it kind of started the trend of singing in sitcoms, like having a teen singer. Um, you'll notice this in Nickelodeon's Victorious. Mm. And Hannah Montana, I mean, it still has relevance as Miley Cyrus Mm. is a very famous musician now.
3: You know, it's weird because I loved that show, Mm -hmm. which was it was weird at the time growing up because like as a as a growing boy, you're not supposed to like those shows. Sure. And I really liked the Hannah Montana movie, but surprisingly, it didn't end up on my list.
0: Really? Not on your list at all. Not on my list at all. I really thought it would be because of that singing trend. Yeah. And I mean, from Victorious, which is, you know, a Mm -hmm. show kind of borrowing that trend. We got Ariana Grande. That is true. Incredible talent. Yeah. But it all started with Hannah Montana, so I'm surprised it wasn't on your good list. Good pick,
3: good pick. I'm not saying it's a bad pick though; okay, just it didn't okay. appear on my list. Now gotcha. for the superior number one overall. <laughs> whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, okay, okay.
3: Drake and Josh.
0: All right, I'll say that was that was actually my number two.
3: Okay, yeah. See, <laughs> yeah, Drake and Josh. Growing up to me, so I I grew up as an only child. Mm-hmm. And I flip flopped between thinking of myself as Drake or Josh, but it always made me feel like I had a connection with like a brotherly figure. Sure. Um, Of course, it was obviously Miranda Cosgro- Cosgrove's first show. Then she moved on to iCarly, which is another teen sitcom. Uh, but Drake and Josh, I mean, banger after banger every season. I wish they would do more. Sadly, Drake Bell's in a little bit of controversy <laughs> as of late.
0: Yeah, no more Drake
3: Bell. <laughs> so yeah, that's my number one. I don't right. know, maybe that's stronger than Hannah Montana, but that's just my personal opinion.
0: Now, in my mind, Hannah Montana has more of a legacy, but oh, I understand where you're coming with coming from with Drake and Josh. I will say I don't think Drake and Josh has it, it does it's not it doesn't break the mold of a sitcom. But, but that doesn't mean it's not a great sitcom. See
3: my thing is I think it created it was one of the first teen sitcoms, you know. I mean mm-hmm. Drake and Josh I think started yeah, no, it started before Hannah Montana. It was early 2000s.
0: It started before Hannah Montana, but it came after um Keenan and
3: Keenan and Kel. Yeah, Kenan yeah. And Kel. Which,
0: which I think is the one that really started. Not to not to fuel your draft. Now that no, we started, no,
3: I but... no, I get that. I don't. I don't know if I would. I. That's not like the sitcom mold. I think Dragon Josh was more of the sitcom mold.
0: I hear you, but mm-hmm. I I do want to fight for Hannah Montana. That's no it's reasonable. Montana. Reasonable. Good show. Good show. All right. I guess for my number two. I'm gonna have to go, iCarly. <sighs> That's
3: it. yeah. It was it was in my it was in my safeties.
0: Really, in your safeties? I think, yeah. Now, again, I think iCarly it kind of it it's really cool because they kind of saw YouTubers and mm. like YouTube coming from a distance, mm-hmm. and it launched uh, Miranda Cosgrove further into fame. It launched Sam. Who I've mentioned before on Entertainment mm. Rebooted, It it kind of brought her more fame, which was, you know, good and bad for her. But yeah. it I think it's another show that kind of moves sitcoms forward in an interesting way. Yeah,
3: I agree with that. I mean, I really liked um Jeanette McCurdy, Miranda Cosgrove, even Nathan Crest, he played Freddie. Right, yeah. right. I loved all three of them. Spencer. I mean, huge. Spencer's I great. love Spencer. Um,
0: A lot of characters, a lot of fun energy born from that.
3: Yeah, I think the thing with me is the time when iCarly was on air, I was watching other stuff. So okay. that's the only reason it was in my safeties and not in my top five. What did break my top five at number two? This one, I was jumping back. Should I pick Drake and Josh or this one? Mm. Super glad I didn't pick it. It's another female led show wizards of waverly place
0: oh wizards of waverly place is up there for me it too. it is
3: a banger of a show i can't even lie when disney plus first came out and i saw all the seasons were on there i instantly rewatched them um, amazing
1: funny. the other thing
3: that i wanted to mention during this is teen sitcoms the really good ones mm-hmm. showcase early teens all the way up until
0: Adults, like yeah of,
3: yeah and it It's such a good transition, especially for someone growing up, and Wizards of Waverly Place was the perfect timing for me because I was growing up with Max, the younger brother. I was basically the same age throughout the whole show with him, so it was an amazing process to connect with him throughout the show, and yeah, I'm honestly surprised you picked iCarly over it.
0: Oh yeah, I think I Carly did a lot more for teen sitcoms than wow. Wizards of Waverly Place wow. did, but I, I that was one of my backups.
3: One of your backups? Yeah, that's crazy to me because yeah. that's that's honestly, like I was watching. So the reason another reason I didn't pick Hannah Montana on my list at all is because I was watching Wizards of Waverly Place whenever Hannah Montana would have been.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, I just think Hannah Montana was so groundbreaking for that teen sitcom thing.
1: Yeah, that's that reasonable. whole
0: industry. And I kind of feel that way about iCarly too, which is why I picked it. I thought, I don't know, I just feel like it, it shook up the space more. Yeah, but I understand I'm not, why you went Wizards. Of I'm not arguing.
3: Your points are; those are banger shows. I would yeah. watch those, and I haven't watched the new iCarly. I so
0: haven't either.
3: I can't really touch on that.
0: I don't plan to watch it. Yeah, because I don't
3: want it. I don't want it to ruin the original show. Yeah, you know. yeah. Um, but no, I mean your picks are amazing. I got to hear your third now though.
0: Okay, my third, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> it, that one that one so good yeah great show i that's, think i that's... think the dynamic between london tipton and the blonde girl i don't remember the name of It was ashley
3: tisdale's character yeah yeah, she set that show way better than on deck and i loved on deck yeah. but ashley tisdale's character um erwin the janitor and the really long estevez yeah oh
0: um, I, there were so many great characters in that show. I thought the performances were all great. Well, as good as they could be for a teen <laughs> sitcom.
3: I mean, even the child actors, the Cole, the Cole twins are really good actors.
0: Yeah, and they're still moving forward in their acting careers.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought of the mom, Carrie, as like a surrogate mom figure in yeah. some of my... That was always fun. Uh, and Mr. Mosby, obviously.
0: That was that's a really good character. I don't know. I just there's a lot of good characters born out of that one. Mm -hmm. Had to go on my list. So
3: I did some research before this. Uh oh. And this show popped up as a teen sitcom.
0: Oh goodness.
3: So I'm gonna count it and I need to hear your opinion. Okay. That seventies show.
0: I saw that came up as a teen sitcom as well. Um I
3: watched it growing up as a teen. So
0: my brother. I never watched it, Mm -hmm. but my my younger brother got kind of into it. I, you can go for it. Okay. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't think it adds much to your roster.
3: Oh, I love that 70s show. That 70s show to me is like the perfect in-between between something like How I Met Your Mother and a like The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. It's the perfect in-between because they are, they're all teenagers. They're all living life. But it's also like they aren't treating their audience like children. They're t- treating them like teenagers, like. I mean, people, so and it's just funny. It's a funny show,
0: yeah i I never really got into it, but I understand why it's on your roster, I guess i I do think it's one of your weaker I think I think that's
3: picks. an l take from you. I know I know the viewers, l I know take, the listeners
0: l take from me,
3: and I think they're gonna agree that that 70s show is a banger right. of a teen sitcom,
0: okay, I think it's definitely fringe teen. Sitcom. Fringe. Team. Okay. I think it discusses some more mature topics, but even so, I I don't know. I feel like it's 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 a sitcom.
1: Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> it's still on my list though, and okay. the listeners are gonna agree with me that that 70 show is a banger of a third pick.
0: <laughs> we'll see what the listeners say. <laughs> All right. So this is my pick next. Correct. Yes. Fourth pick. Fourth pick. Ooh, I'm running out of options here on my little list.
3: Oh, I've been I've been snatching them up.
0: No. <laughs> no, that 70s show is not on my list. Wow. Um, 70. I'm going to go. I'm going to go, since you haven't taken it, Glee.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It was It was a backup for me mm-hmm. because I could never get past the fourth season.
0: I've never watched Glee before.
3: Oh, and you're putting <laughs> it on your roster? And it's,
0: it's going right on the roster. That's like,
3: that's like not going to a combine and then just drafting an NBA player. Like... You're just drafting a show because of popularity
0: if i if I knew what any of those words you just <laughs> said meant, then maybe I could agree with you now here's my reasoning i I think I was a little too young for glee when it was really getting popular, which is why I didn't watch it and I can recognize the cultural significance yeah. and I think that it was it had a lot of drama for a sitcom mm-hmm. and it's probably fringe sitcom drama i
3: would I was gonna say if you you were talking about how that seventy show touches on way more mature topics. Glee, Glee does touches, well. yeah, yeah. For so sure. I was a little shocked when that came out, but yeah, for, it. it
0: definitely matured. But I think it it included that singing, which is another aspect of uh, a teen sitcom that I feel like we just can't leave out. I, I just can't can. leave out. I, mean, I don't you know can leave about it you, out. but
3: Sweet Life of Zack and Cody never sang, but
0: fair. <laughs> but I I just think pretty good. No, this I, the significance of it and the cultural impact. I think is probably greater of was greater than Wizards of Waverly Place. I think
3: Glee has a greater impact on culture than anything that we've said, honestly.
0: And it's on my list. No, roster. I
3: mean I, that's a respectable pick. Um, but the fact that you haven't seen it kind of like shadows it a little bit for me. So
0: fair, fair. Um, I shouldn't have told you.
3: <laughs> but no, it's a respectable pick.
0: Thank you uh,
3: for my number four. It's not a show where people sing. But it's actually, we've talked about her show before, Victorious. But where she got her start was Zoe 101.
0: Yeah, I, I figured you might hit on Zoe 101. Yeah. Totally fine with me. I
3: mean, thinking back to what I liked as a kid and as a teenager growing up, I would watch, because Nick had Teen Nick, where they would play the teen sitcoms, and I would watch Drake and Josh zoe 101 and then hop over to nick to watch danny phantom and it was the perfect triad of yeah. shows um zoe 101 it gave probably one of the first female led ones besides That's so raven and um the Amanda show is not really a se- a sitcom but it was almost no it was a majority female cast which was really cool especially growing up um, like, understanding that it's okay and seeing some of the issues that they went through. Also, they were in college, which was new to me because Drake and Josh, they were in high school. Right. And a lot of teen sitcoms focus around high school.
0: I'd say most of them do. Yeah. Which, good to have a college one. Yeah,
3: no, I mean, I think you need a college one, Um, which, and what better than the PCU or PCA? PCA. I think, Pacific California Academy or something like that.
0: Never seen that one either, so I can't help <laughs> You've you You've never
3: seen Zoe 101? Nope. That's kind of crazy. I think you'd like it, knowing your other picks.
0: Yeah, I, I might like... I've, I'm going to be honest with you. None of these shows I would ever go back and watch now.
3: That's crazy, because I think there's a solid couple on here that we've talked about that I would sit down and watch. I some would maybe watch,
0: I'd maybe watch part of Glee mm. just to get some of that cultural impact, but you're not going to catch me watching iCarly.
3: That's crazy. You could catch me watching iCarly, no problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, you live and breathe that teen sitcom life.
3: I love teen sitcoms. I think, I think a good teen sitcom is better than most regular sitcoms.
0: That's an interesting take. I don't know if I agree.
3: I, I think, I mean, obviously I agree with my own take, but.
0: I would hope so.
3: Man, this is our last pick. This has got to be a strong one.
0: Yeah i have a start oh no this is so much pressure <laughs> i have a couple on here but i i just need to pick one i
3: have i have two that you haven't said yet and i'm debating if i want to put my bias in yet
0: okay so shake it up that's my number five i'm sorry zendaya i just couldn't think of a better way to end it than having zendaya it launched her to stardom and now look at zendaya it, did
2: it though
3: did that yes. launch her to stardom i think that launched yes. her to mediocrity and then she became a star in her own.
0: Oh. Well, I'm just saying it really helped push her career forward.
3: But the show.
0: I never watched the show.
3: Ah, yeah, that's the problem. Zendaya was there. That's the problem. The show was not it. And now
0: she's in Spider-Man.
3: But the show was not it.
0: Well, it... they were singing, and there was a lot of dancing. Yeah, but it was. And then, what was her co-stars name? Bella Thorne, I think?
3: Yeah, the one who can't read.
0: She, she is famous now. but i will say that i think that shows impact cast wise pretty large so that's why it's on my roster
3: i just i just think looking at the actual show it is the weakest show we've talked about
0: i'm fine with that
3: that is insane to me as a final pick that that's what you went to that's crazy
0: my final pick is Zendaya. <laughs> I'm drafting <laughs> Zendaya. Your
3: final pick for the teen sitcom shows is Zendaya. Yes. That's that's fire. I Thank appreciate you. that. Thank you. Um, but for the final draft pick of the entire sitcom draft, I have two on here I both love equally. One I think globally is liked more, okay. but I have a personal bias towards oh, another. Oh, okay. So,
0: I want to hear both, but okay. give me your pick first.
3: My pick is Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Oh, okay. So Year old. Okay, listen here, (laughs) man. Are we not the
0: same age? Yeah. You're 19?
3: Yeah. No, I'm 20. Okay. This came out when I was in middle school. Well, elementary going into middle school.
0: I don't know where I was.
3: And so when I remember waking up in the morning, my grandma would take me to school. But before that, I would eat my bowl of cereal and I would watch Ned's Declassified. And I would use his actual tips to help me like That's throughout cute. middle school, you know, it and then as I got into high school, I remember like my little cousins were watching it one day and I was like, it's Ned's declassified. I I used to love that show and I sat down and watched it with them and some of the advice that they give in that show still rings true as a college student, which is crazy to me. I mean, you know, it led me to try new things because one of their one of the big ones was trying new electives and sports and all that. And I think this show really got me into that. That's why I wrestled, played football, played basketball, played baseball all the nine yards. And it was really hard picking this one over it, but I had to bring in my childhood bias because I do think this next show is better. Okay. And more liked, like casually liked by everyone is Good Luck Charlie.
0: I didn't like Good Luck Charlie. Oh,
3: I loved Good Luck Charlie, Gabe, PJ, uh Teddy.
0: I Now the thing that always bothers me about um, teen sitcoms is they try to make it so that the characters are both likable and do the most awful things possible sometimes. <laughs> like they're trying to make like an anti sitcom almost. Yeah. Um and the thing is that's fine but it, it's kind of a little difficult to get that message across to children and teens. Mm. And when I watched Good Luck Charlie, I was just constantly annoyed because every character was making the stupidest decision possible and getting themselves into needless trouble.
3: I love needless trouble. I love because I'm watching other people get into it and like, oh, that's what I shouldn't do.
0: I I think my problem was I was a really high anxiety child. (laughs) You were? Yeah. So I would watch. I'm a really high anxiety adult (laughs) too, but I was a really high anxiety child. So I would watch and these characters would get into the the worst bind, mm-hmm. especially in Good Luck Charlie. Yeah, and it would it would cause me like real stress, real <laughs> childhood stress.
3: I don't know. I just that maybe that's why you know maybe that's why I picked Ned's classified over it. Um, Ned's
0: Declassified feels more um, sweet, more help me a little bit wholesome. Here. Wholesome. There yeah. it is. Seems like a more wholesome show. And it, it is.
3: It. I mean, it was, and especially because I have my personal middle school connection Story to it to so it, yeah yeah uh do you want to run through your top five now that we have them all on the table
0: sure i gotta make sure i remember mine i believe my number one was hannah montana yep number two i carly number three was sweet life of zach and cody mm-hmm. number four was glee mm-hmm. number five was ant farm
3: it was shake it up shake it up yes
0: number five was, was zendaya it, it was zendaya,
3: zendaya. Uh, and then my top five was drake and josh Wizards of Waverly Place, That 70s Show, Zoe 101, and Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. I just, I don't know, Isabel, I think I took this draft hook, line, and sinker. I don't know if I
0: agree with that fully. I do think that some of my shows had a greater impact than yours did.
3: I just think mine were more liked.
0: Okay, well, you know, I think there's only one way to decide it. For all of our listeners to go tweet, at wzip and let us know who you think won. are you
3: are you team isabel or are you team logan who won who won the you know it's gonna isabel. be me you know it's gonna be the drake and josh wizards away with the place team
0: isabel the I best S- sitcoms A-B-E-L-L-E. i
3: don't even gotta spell my name y'all already know it y'all know logan. logan's just you an know easier the easier to spell name hey don't hate
0: no Don't hate, hate on the better draft. No hate. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this edition of Entertainment Rebooted. We are on the radio every Sunday at 1 on 88.1. And you can check out our podcast at Spotify Podcast, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, Podcast Addict, Deezer, Player FM, the Podcast Index, Podchaser, and Listen Notes under the name Entertainment Rebooted. Thanks for listening.